Welcome back to the Learning Journey series. It's just you and I again, whoever's listening. So let's continue the conversation, just me, you and I. So I want to talk about what I'm here to master. And I can explain why I'm here to master. This probably help you understand what you're here to master. So in the book, Turn Your Traumas Into Treasure, we wrote about the eight, the, the, the eight state of consciousness, right? The eight major state of states of consciousness. And some of those things you might see as purpose, but here's a way of, of reframing it so it can make a lot more sense. So one of those states that identify for me personally to master is the state, what I call the state of helpership, which is helping. And within that, within that major state, there are, there are also minor states. But I'm here to master the state of helping. And helping is something that it's not easy to do because oftentimes when you're helping, you're actually giving away something. You're serving something from within you. And when you serve that thing from within you, oftentimes you're attached to the outcome of that thing. And you want to see the thing that you give out, that you give away, that you let go of, becomes what you expect it to become, what you intend to become. But once you give it to somebody else, they get to do what they want and what they please with it. And sometimes it becomes something that you're like, wow, I wish I didn't give that person that thing. And that creates some kind of energy within you, some emotional reaction that sometimes doesn't feel so well. So now I'm here to master the state of helpership, the state of helping. And the person that introduced me to this state, you know, sometimes um, it's my great-grandmother, by the way my great-grandmother. But to make sense of that that introduction, oftentimes when we we meet people and we're like, wow, I love what they do. I love how they carry themselves. I love how they behave. I love how they think. I want to carry on what they're doing. And sometimes it's not really carrying on, carrying on what they're doing, but it's, it's an introduction to you about that state that you're supposed to master as well. Because your ancestors, of they made sure that you was introduced to the state you were supposed to master as well. And sometimes it happens to, sometimes it happens to trauma. Sometimes it happens to introduction or something, or pleasure. Something that happens that you really loved in your childhood or sometimes throughout your life. So for me personally, my great-grandmother, when I met her, she was mastering the state of helpership. She was one of the greatest examples of a helper, of a giver that I have come across personally my whole life. And it resonated with me. It stuck with me. It stick to my, my soul or that, that fragrance stayed with me throughout my life. And I didn't understand it. I didn't look at it that way, where the state of helpership is my purpose in life. And I can do a lot of things to honor that state, to master it. But I didn't see it that way. But now I'm starting to embrace it. I'm starting to, it's starting to make sense because I'm looking into my past and I'm reflecting, I'm doing some sober reflection on my past to say, hey, Asher, what is it that you're here to master? And it's helpership for me. It's helping, it's giving. And, you know, sometimes 
the the because I'm such a helper, it also creates something in me that a lot of people don't do is asking for help as well. Because I, I remember one time I was with a friend out who was out having, I think it was lunch. And we wanted some ice. <laughs> we were going to sit on the beach for a little bit. We wanted some ice to um to put in our cooler to go to the beach because we didn't have any ice. And I was like, let's go ask Bauchina. And she was like, mm, I don't think he's going to say yes. I'm like, okay, let's make a bet right now. <laughs> and I bet her that, like, I guarantee he's going to help us. He's going to say, yes, absolutely. And she went up first. And the guy was like, of course, of course. But it it, it taught me something. Um, she was hesitant to ask for help. But I was very open to ask for help. And it happens because I've been practicing helping people so much and giving that I didn't think twice for somebody to tell me no. And maybe for her, by asking stuff sometimes, she doesn't like that, that getting the no answer. I don't know what her mindset was like. But it was just a display of of what I thought in the moment of asking. Just ask. And if it's no, it's no. But I'm going to ask. Because if somebody asks me, I'm willing to help. So I always feel like other people is going to be willing to help me as well. So that's just a, a little story about um, the concept of helping, how I see it, how I've experienced it in the world. So I'm all about helping people. And I'm embracing that now. And I know it's going to cost me a lot because in this world cycle we are in, we are attached to the physical property, the material things. We're very attached to it. And if you just if you pay attention, just look. Like the material things doesn't go with us. What we take with us is the experience we have within the state of consciousness we master. Like the experience, what what awareness that was awakening in us during that time period. That's what we take with us. And we take it with us to go master the next state. So think about your life, trying to figure out what what are you here to master. And that thing you're here to master might be something that you experienced in a very traumatic way. And the universe is trying to awaken you up, awaken you to that thing that you've experienced and you might fight it up, been running from it. And it's like, hold on, slow down and look at it. I'm trying to tell you something. Like, look deep within that thing and you will see that you're here to master because you've experienced an energy from it and <laughs> it shook you. It shook you and you're like, well, I don't want to experience that anymore. But you're here, to ma- you're here to master that emotion, that energy, that, that experience that you have. So the state of helpership is the state I'm here to master. And you're going to see a lot from me coming out in the world. I'm going to demonstrate how that state supposed to look. And people that are here to do the same, to master that same state, my example might be some kind of enlightenment to you. So I want to transition to another topic that I was thinking about this morning as well. And since we're just having a conversation, you and I right now, about just life itself and certain things. So education is another thing on my list that I want to talk about with you. And you might be going through the same process as well. As far as educating yourself, you might be going to school and so forth and so on. And in a previous video, I talk about what's my credential. And I never really looked to my education for a credential. And here's why. I was going to school. 
And while I was going to school, I never felt like what I was studying in school really activate my purpose or the greatness within me. I never felt it. Like the traditional school system or school process. It always comes from me picking up something that inspires me and I go and research and read upon everything I can read upon about it. That what really moves my educational process. Now, don't get me wrong, like, you know, learning how to read and doing math and so forth in school, that was very helpful. I think one of the biggest things was learning how to, how to read language and symbols. I mean, that really help you to tap into what other people have written down because most of the stuff that you want to learn, they, are, they have been written down because people don't live forever, but books and literature and so forth, they can. And I'm going I'm to I'm I'm share a story with you because let me get back to the education process. So I remember I was asking this question to one of my coaches. Um, my speaking coach, actually, his name is Joe Weldon. I was asking him if he knew, like, at first I was asking him if his parents was born in the 1800s. And he was like, no, no, they was born in the early 1900s. I'm like, oh, man, I would love to speak to somebody that was born in the 1800s. But then that curiosity about wanting to speak to people I was born in the 1800s, that era, or maybe beyond that. Oh, what that conversation was like with them. That caused me to even ask a deeper question. Like, wait a minute, Asher. You might not know them physically being here, but they're in books. They're in books. Their mindset are in books. Their thinking process are in books. So go ahead and start reading those books. You can find them. And that's when I start digging to older books. And that stimulated my mind. That that satisfied my curiosity about what the thinking process was like for people that was born in the 1800s. I know I'm going further back in history, looking up OP, but I didn't thought about it as far as being in books. I was just curious about wanting to be around somebody that that experienced that timeline or they was they vicariously experienced it because they know that person or their parents were born during that time. But that brought me back to education. So right now, I stopped going to traditional school completely. I was on my last class on my bachelor's degree. And I was like, I'm done, man. I am not. I'm not going to more school because I'm. What I'm studying is a dull topic. It's not sparking anything within me. So I just, I just stopped. I was like, that's it. I'm just gonna keep reading books, and looking for, for ideas that are written down somewhere or is recorded somewhere, and just listen to it and learn on my own. And I've been doing, and that's been life changing for me. Like one of my biggest investment was in Audible. Audiobooks, my biggest investment. Then my second, my second biggest investment was hiring a speaking coach, a public speaking coach, which is Joe Weldon. That was my second biggest investment. He has a system called the Ultimate Speaking System, and there's so much gems in his platform, so many gems. And I learned a lot from that guy, so much. He's in his eighties, by the way, and <laughs> he has so much wisdom. Oh my God! If you guys curious about him just go look him up if you're looking for a public speaking coach he's the guy very good coach such unique way of looking at speaking in, in public and crafting your your narrative 
But yeah, biggest investment, audiobooks, and then my speaking coach, and then just reading books in general. Because I never did it early in my days. I didn't do a lot of reading. I used to just sit around people that I thought was wise and I listened to them. But now, technology, man. Technology made a lot of sh- a lot of big shifts where you can just <clears throat> you can just look for the people you want you love or you admire, and you just study everything about them. You study everything about them. So, I would say I'm not educated. <laughs> I am not educated traditionally. I am not. I'm definitely educated. Just by observing life and studying people that I love, I admire. And I felt better about my education by doing that. And some people just need to go to school. And some people don't. So whatever works for you, works for you. But what worked what worked for me was finding people that I admire and studied them. Not a cookie-cutter curric- curriculum that just focused on one thing. Turning people into... <laughs> into slave deceiving people because I mean you know one of my countrymen Bob Marley and he said early in the days I listened to this guy music he was talking about they're building churches and universities and they're deceiving the people and when you think about education these days what is it doing a lot of it is creating slaves it deceiving you to think that the only way for you to operate in the world is for you to be their slave. To work for them, to do what they say. That's the only way you can find value in the world. And when I was listening to Bob Marley just singing about that part, I'm like, wow, he didn't believe in the traditional school system. He didn't believe in the church structure. Because the man was awake, he was awakened. He could see what he was doing. And a lot of the literature that we were studying back in the day, um, it was coming from a group of people that if we allow the world to be run by that group of people, they will destroy this planet. Because what's in with their mindset is just how to collect, dig, and capture all the resources as if they can take it somewhere. And not really acknowledging the beauty of planet Earth. And how we all can just work in it, work on it, take care of it, and advance and evolve. You don't see it that way. We just want to Rampage. <laughs> so that's so that's uh, something to think about. And if that resonate with you, if that resonate with you, then keep listening. I'll be making a couple of these short videos over the next couple of weeks. Just talking to you about what's going on behind the scene on this learning journey series that we are working on. Just sharing what's happening behind the scene with you, between me and Lavinia. What we're working on, things we're doing, some challenges we're having. And maybe that makes sense to you. Maybe that's that's helpful 
experience for you to apply to your life or think differently about your life. So link up. <laughs>